Thanks for tuning in to the Flip King CEO, flipping your business, flipping your life. Whether you're a beginner or seasoned entrepreneur, we are looking to help you grow your business and better your life with real-world examples, tools, and tricks for your daily business and good old-fashioned motivation to get you to the next level. We're here to see your business grow to fit your lifestyle. So grab a pen and notebook and get ready to grow. It's the Flip King CEO Show. Now here's your host, Joe Evangelisti. Hey, what's up, folks? What's up, friends on Facebook? Good morning. I want to check in with you here and try to add some value to your day, add some value to your space, and help you beat the competition, right? Everybody wants to create an unfair advantage within their business. Everybody wants to create that extra level of how do they keep up with me? How do they get to the next level? How are they going to find me, right? The whole concept of creating an unfair advantage is actually very, very simple, but I think the challenge is people try to overcomplicate the hell out of this thing, right? So what happens is they get super complicated and then they find themselves creating chaos and scaling chaos, which is one of the biggest challenges I see entrepreneurs dealing with today. They're asking me, yo, Joe, how do I get out of this situation? I have chaos all around me, right? And it always boils back to these steps that I'm about to teach you. So if you guys are paying attention and you're very interested in trying to create that unfair advantage, make sure you grab a pen and a notepad. I'm going to give you some really easy tips, some exact advice on how to fix this problem for you, how to create that unfair advantage for yourself so you can go out there and beat your competition. I don't care what industry you're in. I don't care what you're doing right now. The fact is, if you're an entrepreneur, even if you're not an entrepreneur, as a matter of fact, if you're on a team, any of these things, this stuff that I'm about to teach you is going to help you create an advantage over the other employees in the room, over other team members, the competition that's sitting next to you down the hall, across the street, I don't care where they're at, right? So let's just get right into it, right? So step number one in creating an unfair advantage, folks, is defining who you are. And not even just defining who you are, but understanding who you are. Now, what do I mean by that? You guys probably heard the term, and if you haven't, you got to get on board with this. You got to figure out your unique ability. Now, your unique ability refers to what are you best at? What do you do really well? And what do you love to do? If you cannot answer the question, are you doing what you love to do with a straight yes, right? You're in the wrong field. You're doing the wrong thing. I don't care if it's a seat within a corporation, a seat on a team, a seat in a roster, or if you're the head visionary, the person who's the operator who owns the company. I don't care where you are in the structure. If you go to work every single day and you can't say you absolutely love what you do, then you are not working within your unique ability. Now, I'm going to give you some quick tips on how to figure out what that means and how to work within your unique ability. One of those things starts with a great book. I can't even rewrite this or do it any other way. So the fact is, I promote it a lot. Strategic Coach has a great book called Unique Ability, Finding Your Unique Ability. So if you guys haven't been through this yet, it's a very simple system. You can go through this entire workbook within two weeks, and you'll wake up on the other end understanding entirely who you are, what you're passionate about, what your purpose is, what your why is, all these buzzwords, right? All these things that, but they mean something, folks. When you understand what it is that you do and the purpose behind it, you gain traction in having the passion to do what you do every day. If you don't jump out of bed and love the people you're surrounding yourself with, I absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, jump out of bed in the morning at 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning, sometimes before my alarm goes off because I'm passionate about the team that I've created, about the business that they do, about the people that I surround myself with, the mastermind that I'm in, the, the people that I help at the events. We're having one next Wednesday and Thursday in California, by the way, if, you, if you're interested. You know, all these people that are in my life, this tribe, this family of people that I've created, 
through adding value back to a community, through finding and working within my unique ability, that's the passion that actually helps me jump out of bed in the morning and helps me create these things for you every day. It helps me get on live Facebook videos, by the way, because sometimes you guys think this stuff is easy. It is not, I promise you. So starts with unique ability, right? So let's say now we have our unique ability. We've defined it. By the way, you cannot skip that step, okay? You cannot not do this. And I don't have an affiliate link. I wish I did to sell you the book. But the fact is, go get the book, do the worksheet, find out what you're uniquely good at, great at, and what you excel at and what you love to do. That is step number one. Without step number one, you're going to take these notes. You can't do next steps four, five, six. Okay, so we know step number one is find and define unique ability. Now, once we have our unique ability, what do we do? We live in that unique ability. We start to whittle down the things that we do because we're not doing the things that don't fit our unique ability. You're going to learn that in the book. We don't work in things that we're not good at because what happens is we create inefficiencies, which create stress, which create all that tension, which create all the problems that you find yourself. You ever catch yourself, business owners or anybody that, you know, where you're sitting and you all of a sudden get super frustrated overhearing a conversation or you start to micromanage an employee and then it pisses you off, right? Because then you're upset and then realize 10 minutes later, that wasn't really that big of a deal. It's because we're not in our unique ability. It's because we're finding these little niches to get stressed out about because we're not living what we love and loving what we live and doing what we love and being in that space, right? So when you're not in that space, you start to get little nuances start to tick you off. So if you get that kind of thing, again, it might be because you're not doing what you love. So we live it. Then what you do is we hire outside of our unique ability at first, okay? At the, at the very first, if you're starting your business, the fact is you want to surround yourself with an amazing team. The way you do that is by doing the thing that you do great and then hiring the things that you do poorly, okay? Now, I don't care what your business is. You can figure this out simply by listing the things that you do on a given week and determining which ones are great, which ones you're good at, which ones you absolutely despise, and then you start to delegate by figuring out the things you don't like to do and get rid of them. Now, little secret I'll tell you, a little side note. At the beginning, when I started hiring people, I used to think, I hate doing this thing. If I hire somebody else, they're just going to be miserable doing this thing. Well, that is also defined in the back of the book, and it comes from doing a Colby test, right? When you do a Colby test, which Colby is like 30 or 40 bucks, but K-O-L-B-E, Colby, a quick Colby test is an analysis that teaches you how you like to do things and how you like to organize things. Well, now what happens is when you start to delegate the things that you're not good at, that you don't like to do, you're going to find that you're going to delegate them to people that are the opposite of you. They love doing that organizational stuff. Like for me, it's organizational. It's if I have to do something, you know, daily or if I have to do something on a clock or if I have to do something schedule-wise, I have the hardest time putting my own schedule together, right? Which is tough for a lot of people. So the fact is I have to find people to delegate that, find people to make sure that's tight, find people to make sure that they're super follow-throughs and they do the things that I know I'm not going to follow through at, right? That's, again, leveraging people, leveraging team, creating that piece where it's automated what it is that you need to do to be really, really good at what you do. So now, again, we do what we love, we hire out what we don't love, and we find team members that fit in the seats of doing the things that we don't love. Now, by the way, these are things that still need to get done in your day-to-day, right? It doesn't mean that because we don't love them, we just throw them away. There might actually be actual processes that come into helping you make money or helping you grow your business. So you need to delegate them to somebody. The fact is you can't continue to work in that space because you're not effective, you're not efficient, you create stress, you create tension for everybody around you. And while you're creating that stress and that tension and all that anxiety around you, the people around you cannot be productive 
Because the fact is, when they're not productive or they're involved in that tension, even if they're in the unique ability, they're in the right seat, they still can't be productive because they have your stress and your tension around them. Now we've defined the UA. Now we're working in the UA. We've created a team around the UA, the unique ability, right? Now, and we do what we love spending our time on. That's it. The next thing that follows that is becoming and defining your proven process, okay? What is your proven process? Your proven process is what you do as a team extremely well. And then defining how it is that you do those things, okay? Now, I don't care what you do or what industry you're at. There's something that you do well or you wouldn't be on this video right now. There's something you do really, really, really well as a team, your product delivery, the way you sell, the way you create solutions for your people. There's something that you do extremely, extremely well that if you didn't already have an ability to do that, then you wouldn't have any basis to start with, right? You'd be a new startup company. You'd be like a side hustle, right? But the fact is, if you're in business and you've made money, then you do something well. So we have to start to dig into how do we do what we do really, really well and effectively so that we can deliver it. And that's our proven process. We've proven it over time that it works and it's consistent and it's deliverable and it's measurable, right? So now you're working your unique ability. You've defined your proven process. Your team has to be able to rally around that proven process. That's where culture and core values come in. Now, one thing I want to say about culture and core values as a hashtag off to the side, right? If you are a startup, if you are a one or two or three person business, if you're just getting off the ground, you will not need core values and you will not need real big vision. At the very beginning, what you need is revenue, okay? I see a lot of people try to skip this step and say, I want to create the vision. I want to create the traction. I want to create the core values. I want to create this list and this process, all this busyness, right, before they start making money. Now, folks, that is the definition of creating chaos. You're creating chaos for yourself because you don't have anything that creates revenue. In order to avoid creating revenue, instead of actually looking in the mirror and saying, this isn't working, it doesn't actually make money, I'm not actually solving anybody's problems. I'm not actually doing anything correctly that's actually solving a problem in the market. We haven't defined that space yet, but let me go create core values. Let me go create culture. Let me go create vision. You don't have a team to create culture, vision, and forward traction on, right? You don't have a team that actually can gather around those things. Right now, what you need is revenue. Once you start creating revenue consistently, predictably, easily, then you start to grow the team and the core values and the culture come along with that, right? So the proven process is developed over time, but it's generally very, very, very basic. Back to square one where you first started making money. That's where the proven process was born. Whatever got you into the business that you're in today, that's where the proven process was born. Maybe it was you one-on-one -on -one with a client. For me, it was creating solutions for sellers that have issues, right? Going and dealing with, quote, motivated sellers. I don't love that terminology because just because they're motivated, the issue is they have a problem that they need to have solved, right? So my unique ability at one time was helping sellers create solutions for their problems, right? That was our proven process. That to this day in our wholesale business is our proven process. That's a section of our proven process, creating solutions for people that need them, right? And you find out what the problem is, you can actually create the solution. And that's actually what made us create the unfair advantage within our market. There's too many people in our market that were skipping the problem and solution part and going straight for, let me just go pick up this house, right? Missing that whole part in between. So what works already has always worked. How do you scale that thing, right? And then what makes it easy, lucrative, and efficient? 
right? The ELF business model, easy, lucrative, and efficient. So before we can start to scale, before we can start to level up, before we start to blow up and create more chaos around ourselves, we have to define simplicity and process. And ultimately, is it automatic? Are we automatically generating revenue? Is the team doing well at it consistently? Are we changing things every six days? Or is it something that we can automatically see revenue churning. That's a real business. When revenue is starting to continue to churn, it means that you've created solutions for somebody. It means that you've actually defined something. It means that you've actually put something into motion. Now, the challenge that most entrepreneurs have is not chasing the squirrel, right? That old adage that, you know, we're walking down the street and we're in our zone and we're comfortable and we know where we're going and we're going from this side of the block to that side of the block, right? And you think like, so you're walking your dog, right? I know why I love walking my dogs. I finally get them. I finally have them dialed in so they don't chase squirrels. It took me years. But the fact is, when you're walking down the street and all of a sudden, squirrel, and your dog goes running off to the side and pulls the leash, right? That's what a lot of entrepreneurs are going through. They know how to get from this side of the block to that side of the block by walking down the sidewalk. The challenge is they see too many goddamn squirrels, right? If I were to tell you all you have to do is walk down the street and you'll make a million dollars, but you're not allowed to chase any squirrels... Do you know how many people, do you know how small the percentages of folks that would actually walk down the one side or the other side to get the million dollars because they don't have focus because right now in this day and age, there's so many things going on that we're always chasing squirrels and we're always being redirected. And when we do that, we create chaos. Now, when you're on your lower level of developing this thing and you're doing that to your team, right? And your team is watching you chase squirrels right? And you're in your office and every day you're like, team, I got a new idea. Let's do this. Team, I got a new idea. Let's do that. Team, I got a new idea. Let's do that. You're not creating vision. You're not creating culture. You're not creating anything that you can scale. And what you're doing is you're actually defining to your team how to fuck up, right? You're defining to your team exactly what it takes to get off a track. You're showing them, you're showing them how to not create an easy, lucrative, and fun atmosphere because your big vision, and we lie to ourselves all the time, by the way, we are visionaries, by the way, business owners, our big vision becomes exactly what is the hand grenade on the train tracks that derails the whole damn thing, right? Our vision, which actually is what got us here, ironically, is what will implode your team. Ultimately, if you don't step away and let other people create the implementation, which I'll get to in a second. Okay. So what creates the unfair advantage? The unfair advantage piece is being focused enough to understand your proven process, to work within your unique ability, and then to grow a team that does the same. Okay? I'll say that again. It's understanding the wherewithal of being in your unique ability and learning there. It's understanding what your proven process is and why it is different than your competition better, whatever that may be, stronger, faster, cheaper, whatever your competition is lacking, right? Understanding those two things and then combining them. When you can work in your unique ability 100% of the time, you can create a team that understands what your proven process is, and you can manage to keep them focused and running down the tracks in a straight line. You, my friends, have created an unfair advantage against your competition. And what makes it unfair is you know your competition's chasing squirrels. You know your competition's getting involved in creating big vision that doesn't belong where it belongs. You know your competition is putting culture and vision too early in the process because they haven't defined what they're actually good at, right? You've created an unfair advantage by maintaining focus and maintaining focus on the bottom line and the revenue 
And the culture and the practice and the product and all that stuff comes from being laser focused and being super amazing at what you do and ultimately knowing what you're good at, which is working within your unique ability. So folks, if all this made sense to you, I'll keep it short. Please share. All I care about is that we share the message. I try to touch more people that don't watch these videos already. I have an event next Wednesday and Thursday in Northern California. If you're on the West Coast, I want to talk to you about your business. I want to talk to you about where you're at right now. And I want to talk to you about how we can create an unfair advantage for you so that you can go out and beat your competition's ass. You can go out and create consistent, predictable revenue. And you can do it while you're working at doing what you love to do and working within your unique ability. Creating time freedom for yourself, creating freedom for your family, creating time when you can go actually raise your kids instead of giving your kids over to their teachers and expecting it to happen automatically, right? Where we can actually invest back in ourselves and back in our families, which ultimately is the most important thing. And when I say family, I don't just mean your blood. I mean the culture and the tribe and the people like yourselves that are following and connecting, even live on social media, starting to invest real time and effort into creating value for those people so that you can lift yourself up to another level. So I appreciate you guys watching. I appreciate you guys sharing. Have an amazing day and I'll check back in with you soon.